This is the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. This is episode number 78, entitled, Who or What is the Holy Spirit in the Ministry of Jesus? As always, the Biblical Unitarian Podcast is the podcast that aims to start conversations about the oneness and unity of God and about the humanity of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Dustin Smith. As always, I am your host. If this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. Happy to have you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for listening to us. In our previous episode, we began to explore a topic that is always in the background of our examinations of God and Jesus, but not really something we have touched on with much emphasis. And that is the subject of the Holy Spirit. Who or what is the Holy Spirit? The popular church teaching regards the Holy Spirit as an actual person alongside the Father and the Son, one of three persons in a tri-personal Godhead. However, our previous episode demonstrated that within the Hebrew Bible, no such portrayal of either the Holy Spirit or God himself exists. Rather, the Holy Spirit was regularly portrayed as being the personal and empowering presence of Yahweh, extending God's interaction with his creation and his people. Well, that's all fine and great, but what happens when Jesus enters the picture? In what ways do Jesus and the Holy Spirit interact? This episode will look at the ministry of Jesus portrayed in our four canonical Gospels in order to ascertain how the Holy Spirit is perceived and portrayed, specifically in the Holy Spirit's interaction with Jesus. Will there be a development in the theology of the Holy Spirit from that which was taught in the Hebrew Bible, or will the Holy Spirit's interaction with the Son of God be consistent with the Jewish foundation laid in the Old Testament scriptures? Let's find out today on the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Our first point today will be looking at Jesus' own awareness of inspiration by the Spirit. We're going to look at passages that demonstrate that Jesus was personally aware that he was inspired by God's Holy Spirit. There's a parallel passage in Matthew 12 and Luke chapter 11 where Jesus says the following, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. That's Matthew chapter 12 and verse 28 where Jesus indicates that his exorcisms, his ability to cast out demons from among demonized persons with the empowerment of God's Spirit, then God's reign has come upon that exercised person. And in the parallel in Luke chapter 11 and verse 20, it says, But if I cast out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So it's Matthew 12, 28 and the parallel in Luke eleven twenty, where Jesus exercises demons by the Spirit of God and in Luke's version by the finger of God. 
Note there that God's spirit is understood in the parallel passage as God's finger, God extending himself in his interaction with his creation. But this is Jesus empowered by the spirit, and Jesus speaks about his own awareness of this inspiration so that he can perform these various exorcisms. And in doing so, he can demonstrate the reign of God, the kingdom of God present within his own ministry. We can also see in Luke chapter 4, Jesus speaking about his awareness of his inspiration. It says in Luke chapter 4, starting in verse 16, And he, Jesus, came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath, and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And he opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. That's Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 21, where Jesus stands up in the synagogue and reads a passage from Isaiah chapter 61, where it talks about how the Spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus, because Jesus has been anointed with the Spirit to preach the gospel to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives, to give sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, and to speak about the favorable year of the Lord. So again, Jesus is demonstrating his own awareness of his empowerment and his inspiration of the Spirit, and he speaks openly about these things. In this passage, it says that he has been anointed by the Spirit to preach the gospel to the poor. And it's very interesting that there's an emphasis in the gospels, particularly in Matthew and Luke, where Jesus preaches to the poor, presumably as inspired by the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 6 and verse 20 has Jesus saying, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. That's Luke 6 and verse 20. And of course, there's a parallel in Matthew 5 verse 3 where Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, when John the Baptist had been imprisoned and he sent word to Jesus asking if Jesus was the coming one, the eschatological one, Jesus responds back to John the Baptist by saying in Matthew 11 and verse 5, The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. That's Matthew 11, verse 5, and of course there is a parallel in Luke chapter 7, verse 22. There again, Jesus demonstrates that he is speaking the gospel to the poor, and of course Jesus has already said that he has been empowered and anointed with the Holy Spirit in order to preach the gospel to the poor. So we have ample evidence to suggest that Jesus possessed 
a self-awareness of his inspiration by the Holy Spirit to function as a prophet of the reign of God, a prophet of God's kingdom. Our second point today is that Jesus actually functioned as a spirit-inspired prophet. There's a lot of evidence to indicate that the four Gospels regarded Jesus as a prophet inspired by God's Holy Spirit. Let's start here in Mark chapter 6, where Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown, and among his own relatives, and in his own household. Mark chapter 6 and verse 4, where Jesus calls himself a prophet. And obviously prophets are those spokespersons authorized and sent by God and inspired with God's own Holy Spirit. Moving along, let's look at another passage in Luke chapter 13, where Jesus says, Nevertheless, I must journey on today and tomorrow and the next day, for it cannot be that a prophet would perish outside of Jerusalem. That's Luke chapter 13, verse 33, where Jesus describes himself as a prophet among the tradition of other prophets who cannot perish outside of Jerusalem. Again, Jesus speaks of himself as a prophet. As a prophet, he was willing to regard himself as having been sent by God. And the phrase, having been sent by God, was the regular prophetic way of describing their authoritative commissioning. Look what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 40. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. That's Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. And of course, there is a parallel in Luke chapter 10, verse 16. Jesus here is speaking to the 12, and he says, Those who receive you, the 12, in the message that you speak, also receive me, me being Jesus. And those who receive me, receiving Jesus, receives him who sent me, being God. So we have God being the one that has authoritatively commissioned Jesus, and Jesus has authoritatively commissioned the 12. So Jesus speaking as the one who has been sent, he is describing himself as a prophet. In the Hebrew Bible, almost every single prophet in the prophetic tradition is described as one who has been sent by God. Move along, we can see something similar in Matthew chapter 15, verse 24, where Jesus is speaking to the Gentile woman, saying, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Matthew 15, verse 24. Again, Jesus there speaking as one who has been sent, obviously being sent by God and being sent as a prophet. And prophets who were sent by God were empowered and inspired by none other than God's Holy Spirit. Jesus, thus, had no problem speaking of himself in prophetic terms. And as I've already mentioned, prophets were, by definition, spokespersons inspired by God's Holy Spirit. Our third point today is that Jesus was a unique Spirit-inspired prophet. Let's look at how the Gospel writers portray Jesus as not just any prophet, but as a unique prophet, as the coming one, as the eschatological prophet of God. We've already mentioned the fact that John the Baptist was imprisoned, and he sent word to Jesus, 
asking him whether Jesus was the expected one. Let's look at that passage in more detail. Matthew 11, starting in verse 3, John the Baptist sends word, asking Jesus, Are you the expected one, or shall we look for someone else? Jesus answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he who does not take offense at me. That's Matthew 11, verses 3 through 6. And of course, there is a parallel in Luke chapter 7, verses 20 through 23. Jesus regards himself as the expected one, but the expected one being that unique spirit-inspired prophet who is inaugurating the reign of God, the kingdom of God, already within his ministry. In fact, Jesus spoke of himself as someone who is greater than other prophets. Look at what Jesus says in Matthew 12, verse 41. Jesus says, the men of Nineveh will stand up with this generation at the judgment and will condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here. Matthew 12, verse 41, parallel in Luke eleven thirty-two. Here Jesus speaks of the preaching of Jonah, a prophet from the Hebrew Bible. And Jesus describes himself and his ministry as something greater than Jonah. So, of course, Jesus regards himself as a prophet, but he is someone greater than all the other prophets. He is the expected one, the eschatological one, the unique prophet from God. Thus far, Jesus understood the relationship between himself and the Holy Spirit in terms of empowerment and inspiration, particularly in regard to the prophetic role. The miracles, gospel preaching, and exorcisms performed by Jesus all point to Jesus as a Holy Spirit-empowered and inspired prophet of the one true God. Our fourth point today is looking at Jesus' reception of the Holy Spirit at his baptism. All four Gospels indicate that upon Jesus' baptism by John the Baptist, Jesus received the Holy Spirit's anointing for his role and vocation as God's Messiah. We can see this in all four Gospels. Let's start in Mark, our earliest Gospel. Mark chapter 1, verse 10 says, Immediately coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opening and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. Mark 1, verse 10. Matthew chapter 3, who we have much of the same. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. That's Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, and there is a parallel statement of the same in Luke chapter 3 and verse 22. John's gospel also portrays Jesus as a human being, that it has been baptized by John the Baptist and received the Spirit at that time. John chapter 1, verse 32 begins by saying, John testified, saying, I have seen the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and it remained upon him, upon Jesus. 
I did not recognize him. But he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. That's John chapter 1, verses 32 through 33. All four Gospels there, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, describe Jesus as one who has been baptized by John the Baptist and at that time receiving the Holy Spirit's anointing for his vocation as the Messiah. So like other prophets in the prophetic tradition who have received their inspiration and empowerment by the Holy Spirit, all four Gospels describe Jesus as also being inspired by the Holy Spirit after receiving said Spirit. Our fifth point today is looking at the Spirit-inspired Jesus as likened unto the prophet Moses. All four Gospels in their own way portray Jesus as not just merely an ordinary prophet, but the promised prophet like Moses from Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 through 19. This indicates that Jesus and those who wrote about him agreed that Jesus was a significant prophetic figure, inspired and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Matthew, in his gospel, divides his work into five blocks of teaching, thus imitating the five books of Moses. Matthew also portrays Jesus as giving the new instruction on a new mountain as the new mediator of the covenant. So there Matthew portrays Jesus as the new Moses. Luke presents Jesus alongside Moses at the transfiguration vision, where Moses speaks of Jesus' exodus in Luke chapter 9, verse 31. This phrase, exodus, often translated as departure in Luke 9.31, actually comes from the Greek word exodos, which means exodus. Mark's version of the transfiguration, upon which Matthew and Luke draw their inspiration, depicts the Father's voice from heaven as saying, Listen to him, in a manner that deliberately echoes the voice of God, telling the Israelites in regard to the coming prophet like Moses to listen to him. That's in Mark chapter 9, verse 7, echoing the passage about the prophet like Moses in Deuteronomy 18, verse 15. And in John chapter 6, we see that, Therefore, when the people saw the sign which he had performed, they said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. John chapter 6, verse 14. There we can see all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, regard Jesus not just as any old prophet, but the prophet likened unto Moses that was promised in Deuteronomy 18, verses 15 through 19. So, in conclusion, we have observed that the portrayal of Jesus' interaction with the Holy Spirit during his earthly ministry, as recounted in the four Gospels, envisages Jesus in terms of an inspired prophet. First, we saw that Jesus possessed an awareness of his own inspiration by the Spirit, speaking of it freely. Second, we noted that Jesus both acted and spoke 
as a spirit-inspired prophetic figure. Third, we observe that the Gospels regarded Jesus as not merely a prophet among all the other prophets. Jesus was the eschatological prophet, inaugurating the reign of God through his preaching, his exorcisms, his miracles, and his overall ministry. Fourth, we noted that all four Gospels portray Jesus as receiving the Holy Spirit at his baptism by John, further solidifying the vocation of a Spirit-empowered prophet. Lastly, we observed that the four Gospel writers, in their own ways, regarded Jesus as the promised prophet like Moses from Deuteronomy chapter 18. As the new Moses, Jesus taught and consummated the new covenant as a spirit-inspired prophet, but one who was elevated above Moses and the other prophets. Based upon Jesus' interaction with the Holy Spirit, there does not seem to be any change from the description of the Holy Spirit observed in the Hebrew Bible. The Holy Spirit continues to be an empowering and inspiring interaction extended from God and placed upon the human being Jesus. Jesus acts and speaks as a prophet who is inspired by God's personal spirit. This is not a tri-personal God working with three distinct persons. This is, rather, God's own personal spirit empowering the human Jesus to do miraculous works and to speak as God's eschatological spokesman. To say that Jesus is inspired by the Holy Spirit is really just another way of saying that Jesus was empowered by God to perform as God's authorized prophet. The portrayal of the Holy Spirit in its interaction with Jesus Christ in the Gospels is therefore consistent with a biblical Unitarian theology and a high human Christology. If you enjoy the Biblical Unitarian Podcast, please consider supporting us. You can check out this episode's description for a PayPal link. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Biblical Unitarian Podcast. Again, my name is Dustin Smith. Until next time, you folks, take care.